0: From the NeoShell 5 Network. This is the Takus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. Welcome to Takus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore the many issues that can arise due to aging, disability, and unexpected illness. I'm your co host, Tim Takus, and today we're talking about legislation, specifically legislation for seniors.
1: And I'm Barbara McGinnis. With so much information on the news, social media, how do we know what should we be following and what should we be paying attention to? One in particular is uh, a new bill related to seniors and um, vulnerable adults. And to help us understand that and to talk to us today about that is Assistant District Attorney General, Lisa Savianos, and she is from the Warren County and Van Buren County area and you serve on the Elder Abuse Subcommittee, right?
2: I do, yes.
1: Will you talk to us a little bit about the impetus for this uh, legislative change?
2: Well, in 2014, Governor Haslam appointed a task force to look at specifically the concerns we have in the state of Tennessee addressing the elderly. And on that task force there were about nine different agencies, banking industry, adult protective services, Department of Health, and then uh, I was appointed from the District Attorney General's conference. What the task force found after about two years of listening to testimony throughout uh, from people in Tennessee and throughout the United States, is that our laws were, first of all, placed in the wrong section. They were not even in the criminal section, but they were very limited as to what they they could do to protect our seniors. So the task force recommended that the District Attorney General's conference look at those laws and um, either rewrite them or create new laws to protect the seniors. It also uh, showed that throughout these different agencies that there was very little communication with what was going on to address their needs. So that was a, a big hole in the system is that we were not communicating.
0: So your lo- so our laws were antiquated basically and they were yeah. in the wrong place and they weren't doing the right thing. And so you were influential in, an, in enacting the Elderly and Vulnerable Protection Act. Can you tell us more about the act? What does it do and how does it affect seniors?
2: Well, after the uh, the task force recommendations were made, the District Attorney General's conference created an elder abuse task force. And we wrote an entire criminal code section to address all the needs, well, as far as criminal aspect goes, mm-hmm. of our seniors. And that looked at financial, exploitation, it looked at neglect, it looked at physical abuse, and sexual abuse. In 2017, we were able to pass the financial exploitation aspect. Right. And what that did is that increased uh, the classification of theft one degree higher if you take advantage of a senior or a vulnerable adult. Hmm. In
1: 2018, the original act was passed or was proposed, is that right, and then? In
2: 2018, we Went on to continue to work on what the task force had created. So you the did criminal financial exploitation
0: session. last year, right? Right. And then this year you did.
2: This year we were able to address neglect.
1: Okay, so that's what the the new the little amendment not little
2: amendment the amendment this year uh, yes. was about. Yes, it's about mm-hmm. neglect. Uh, it's it specifically sets forth because as I said we had a, we had a statute addressing abuse and neglect in Title seventy one. And that was very vague. Mm-hmm. So this specifically sets forth what neglect is. It defines it thoroughly and understandable so that pro- prosecutors can uh, know the elements of specific neglect. And it looks at, also adds abandonment mm-hmm. and confinement because those are often issues right. we see right. that have not been addressed. So in we're our talking code section. about
0: criminal neglect, we're not just talking about We're talking about something that's egregious as criminal neglect.
2: Absolutely. If it's physical, a physical neglect Uh is a C felony. If it's serious physical neglect, it then becomes a B felony. One of the biggest factors that it it has created, if someone is neglected to the point that they pass away, then it becomes an aggravating factor in felony murder. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So
0: now the act also addresses financial exploitation and financial theft that was last year, right? Correct. So how does it do that? Tell us a little bit about how that act works.
2: Well, what it does is it it specifically uh, as I said class the classification is one degree higher Mm -hmm. So if it's an E felony for you and I then it is a D felony if you take uh, if you steal from a senior Mm -hmm. also it if A lot of the problems we were seeing is that people would have a power of attorney and think, well, I have a power of attorney. I can do what I want with those assets. Mm -hmm. If you waste someone's assets, $5,000 or more, then your assets as a defendant can be frozen until we can make sure that you're no longer wasting those assets. That's, that's a pretty big deal. So
0: financial explanation and financial theft is basically abuse, abusing a power of attorney is one of the... That's one of the elements. One of the yes. elements
2: But financial it. exploitation takes place in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we have the, the people who are coming to the homes to maybe do some construction and they take advantage of them that way. I've had several cases I've prosecuted mm-hmm. uh, for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wa- waste sounds different than misappropriation. What, what would be the definition of waste?
2: Using that for your own needs.
1: Okay. All right. So we're talking about the same thing, yes. just a di- just a different word in, yeah. in the in the act. Okay. Right. So what about the vulnerable adult protective investigative teams? Tell us about that.
2: Well, Vape-It is another thing that came from the task force. Okay. Because as I said, we found that agencies were not communicating. Uh, and because of that, we helped write the VAPIT statute. And it requires prosecutors to develop a team, mm-hmm. and at best, at minimum, you must have Adult Protective Services there mm-hmm. and law enforcement. What we do is we review every single case that comes through the hotline on Adult Protective Services. Mm-hmm. Last year, our first year, within nine months, we would reviewed almost 10,000 cases.
0: 10,000 cases go to the hotline? Is that the, that's the a number you call, and some, well, or anybody can call?
2: That's a number that anyone can call for a matter mm-hmm. of fact, under this year's statutes, it's a class A misdemeanor if you fail to report mm-hmm. abuse of an of a senior yeah. hmm. so those teams come together and they look at these cases to see that hopefully we don't miss things mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. don't fall through the cra-
0: cracks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is new and it we haven't we have had. No one's been doing this before in yes. Tennessee and
2: our stats were just from nine months and so it took a while to get those teams together mm-hmm. for the prosecutors to get those teams together but it's a it's a good start to protecting our seniors mm-hmm.
0: so we did not we really did not know this was going on or at least had this organized and being taken having records correct so how is Tennessee ranking among legislation and seniors I'm so proud of this
2: because uh, I thought you might ask me this question and I researched it and Tennessee is fourth in the nation in 2018 in
0: 2018 I mean as far as legislation that helps seniors yes
2: to protect them and we've got some more work to do but I think before it's over with we're going to be number one in the nation
0: okay so what more work that needs to be done
2: well we have the physical abuse and it has a pretty high price tag. When you're looking at getting legislation pag- passed, you always have to look at the cost. Uh, and we're, I'm going back this year with the physical abuse statutes. And then we also have sexual abuse. Wow, so w- what made you choose to champion these causes? Well, i championed several causes. Yeah. But. When you look at what is going on in our world today, the fastest growing population is our seniors. Mm -hmm. And they are also the easiest prey. And we have virtually nothing to protect them and help them. And a personal reason as well. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, my mother uh, was in a facility and she was not cared for properly. And as a child, there was very little that I could do to help her. And so uh, when I was given the opportunity, of course, I thought about my mother. Mm -hmm. So
0: General Z, uh, we've got 30 seconds left. Where do people go to find out about these bills, about what's going on in the legislature?
2: They can get on the legislative website, also talk to their own legislators about this because if you know someone who's a senior
0: or- And we have your contact information up here. Yes. Okay. So that's TennesseeDAGC.org, and
2: what? that
0: stands for
2: Tennessee District Attorney General's Conference. All right. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's time for a break. General Z, thank you for having or thank you for being here and speaking to us about uh, elder abuse. Uh, so stay with us. We'll be back with more information about legislation affecting seniors. <laughs>